everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show and in this episode we are watching, or we're not watching, we're talking about it, we already watched. We're talking about The Hole in the Ground, which is I think the second 2019 movie we've done. Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's just doesn't happen death day to you so far. Uh, they ramp up over oh, the right, year. Right. We, we, we got more coming, but this is uh, the hole in the ground. This is an Irish film, uh, which I did not know before I watched mm-hmm. it. I, I was very, hey. su- I was very surprised when the, the accents came in. Oh, hey, you know, it kind of works out because we didn't really have a St. Patrick's Day movie this year. So That is true, actually. Yeah, <laughs> bizarrely, we're recording this on St. Patrick's Day. Now, I don't know when this is going up. This could be another week or two from now, but um, yeah, St. Patrick's Day at the time of recording, so I guess that, that works out. Uh, close yeah. enough, that's our model. Yeah, close enough. Because uh, it started, and I, was just, I, think, I think quite early on, she says 33, and of course, when Irish people say 33, it's dirty tree. Uh, is how they... oh. <laughs> Dirty Tree, that's how you say it. 33 in Irish. <laughs> Dirty Tree. Anyway, uh, so I've, I've, I've just upset every Irish viewer that we have. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can... Um. <laughs> yes? I don't know. <laughs> that's it. Okay. I was just laughing at them. At them? Oh, jeez. Okay, Tim, Tim's really upset them now. So, we'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll warn you in the middle before we go into spoilers. The Hole in the Ground is a film about a mother and a young son who have moved house to the countryside uh, to get away from their previous life, and there's a bit giant sinkhole in the forest, and it's kind of creepy. And then her son starts acting weird and she suspects her son is not really her son anymore. That is the, the gist of the, the plot of The Hole in the Ground. Tim, did you enjoy yeah. The Hole in the Ground? Uh, you know, I was kind of excited for this movie. Uh, I, you know, I thought the trailer looked pretty good and I had seen some, you know, uh, people online that were putting it on like, you know, the most anticipated, you know, horror of the list of the year kind of lists. And, uh, you know, and I think it's from a A24, which, you know, usually is a good studio. I, I, I think <laughs> they might have been <laughs> slipping a bit, but, uh, I was going to say A24 typically are a very good studio, although they do have slice their own name. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but honestly, I I just think, uh, yeah, this movie was a big uh, swing and a miss. Uh, I, I thought it was really boring. It's super generic. Like, I've, you know, seen this plot done uh, before, and I've seen it done better. And, yeah, it, it really didn't do much for me. Uh, I, I think uh, maybe there was, like, some pretty shots. Like, uh, the opening was kind of cool when they're doing, like, that, you know, that big kind of sweeping landscape shot, and it goes upside down. Um, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that looks nice. But, uh, I mean, otherwise, though, I just thought this was really a kind of a bland, <laughs> generic, uh, like, run-of-the-mill movie. Well, uh how do, how do I follow that up? Um, yeah, I didn't like it either. I, I, I thought it was really, okay. I thought it was really mediocre. I like, I, like you said, I've seen this plot done before, and it made, it felt very tedious to go through it again. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, she's starting to notice little things about her son, or her son did something kind of creepy. Oh, and then honestly, the stuff that was meant to be creepy in the second half, especially, honestly, just mm-hmm. made me kind of roll my eyes, or it made me go, oh, that just looks like stupid, or this looks like that, or. Yeah. It, it wasn't grabbing me, and I felt because I I feel like the people making this feel like they're they're trying really hard. I think the the tone bugged me as well. It felt really dour right from the the first second, 
and oh, I know yeah. like a horror movie like can feel dark and it should feel dark on often. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like make me like these characters before bad things start happening to them, but oh sure, yeah, it didn't. Uh, it, it was it was very immediately. It was like oh, this is a miserable world to be in. <laughs> I don't like anything that's going on. <laughs> I don't like any of these people. And it remi- maybe you just don't like Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Ireland. But it reminded me actually uh, the tone. It reminded me of a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a movie last year called The Innkeepers. I want to say, no, not The Innkeepers. That's the thingy movie. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the, the Thai West movie. Yeah, that's the Thai West movie. The mm-hmm. Lodgers, maybe. Is that the movie? Oh no? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was British. I don't know if it was Irish, but that was a British movie. Um, and a yeah. very similar uh, feeling to that, I thought, and had a similar feeling to some other like supernat- like supernatural movies. And I'll be honest, this is like my least favorite subgenre of horror, not supernatural as a whole, but this specific type, this specific kind of mm-hmm. supernatural, where I think my family members being replaced. And obviously, there's good examples, <laughs> there's, you know, invasion of the body snatchers and, and whatnot. But that, that, that yeah, like was... I know, uh, I like I know you didn't really like it, but I actually really liked the the Hallow, and I think that would you know that was a you know much better version of this kind of movie. Which bizarrely, um, it was also Irish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, uh, another one, uh, I don't think we actually did it on the show, but um, I think it's, it might be, is it a Kevin Bacon movie? Uh, I, I think it's called The New Daughter. Uh, you know, it's also similar to this. Uh, uh, I haven't even heard of that, but yeah. It was it like, a, I think it was, you know, kind of like a VOD movie. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if it's not Kevin Bacon, but it is like someone like, you know, kind of somewhat notable, <laughs> like in the, you know, lead role. But Corey you know, Ham. It, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's similar to that. Uh, the, uh, you know, Changeling, not the, uh, you know, George C. Scott movie, but the Angelina Jolie movie, you know, kind of has like echoes of that. And it's, um, you know, but... It, you know, and it's fine if you want to, um, you know, have something with, you know, the idea of a family member being replaced or anything, but there's nothing about it that makes it stand out. Like, it feels like they're, you know, making a horror movie by, like, you know, paint by numbers. Like, you have everything that you'd expect. You have the crazy old person that's banging on the windows. Oh, yeah. You know, He's not your you son. Know. He's not your son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, every, and then, and the music, too, I just thought was like, I feel like I've heard this in every movie like this. Like it, it was so just like, you know, it, if you had like a track for like supernatural creepy kid movie, like yeah. you can just plug that CD in and it's the music. It's the it's this it's the strings quickly ramping up and out. It's like a quick little crescendo. Yeah, uh, and then it goes quiet all of a sudden. It does that a few times and it was bugging me. Like I am just sick to death of this subgenre. I really am. Like if I never see a plot <laughs> like this again, I will be quite happy. Um, which of course I say that <laughs> well, right I, before the new Pet Cemetery is coming out, I realize that this. Well, you, you have that, and uh, you know we're gonna have to do uh, Prodigy at some point this year. <laughs> right, which I, I don't know if it's about a kid. Yeah, I don't know if it's about a kid being replaced, but I do know it is like a creepy kid at least. Yeah. The kid being replaced genre is also depending on how they do it. The kid being possessed genre can kind of just be the same thing almost, depending on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, how they play it. Yeah, again, like you know, uh, creepy kids are just such a, a fine line because I, I feel like, yeah, it, it's always just you know the same kind of thing where you know it, it's just like oh, you just get a kid to kind of talk like real slow and be real serious, and that's like supposed to automatically be creepy. But yeah, just stand there uh, staring I mean, that kind of thing. Yeah, 
yeah. I, I mean, and, and again, there's definitely, you know, great examples of this where, you know, it's very effective. But, yeah, when it's bad, it just feels so ugh, boring. <laughs> it is. It, honestly, every single time the kid was supposed to be creepy, I was bored or I was rolling my eyes because I just, I was like, oh, this again. We're doing this again. Yeah. And obviously, there's some genres in horror where I like, like you know, I love slasher movies, which are mostly the same thing over and over again. I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to criticize the idea that there is a subgenre like this where they keep doing the same thing because I'm guilty of liking another subgenre that does that. But sure, this one, yeah. I just I, like, I, I, I just, I feel like we're going through <laughs> the motions. There's, there's no fun. To, I don't. I think it is. I think it's because a lot of slasher movies are like trying to be fun right they're, they're trying to just like play with yeah. what the rules are they're, they're trying to be goofy and tongue-in-cheek or whatever they do all these different things whereas these movies i feel like they're always trying to be as serious as human possible they're, they're trying yeah. to pretend they're actually creepy and i think that's what bugs me yeah i i, I think you know this you know uh, this movie is trying to go for like that more elevated horror kind of feel yeah. like you know oh like another hereditary or witch kind of thing and you know and, and obviously you know it can be fine to be like a serious movie or, you know if you want uh if it works but you know for this it just i think it makes it more boring and you know it, it, if you're gonna be re- that serious like i'm gonna have to feel for the characters and i just you know didn't really care <laughs> that much uh, about these characters at all <laughs> I, I always say like there's something more frustrating about a movie that tries to be better you know try, tries to be something like I mean, you said elevated horror film, if you want to use that phrase. Like, yeah. like so, something that tries to be that and fails it can actually be a lot more miserable than something that just tries to be, like, a decent movie and succeeds at being a decent movie. <laughs> like, but just because... Yeah. Because if you don't care about the characters, if nothing is working for you, then it just makes everything a chore to sit through. You're not into it. And then you add all the cliches on top of that. I mean, the movie looks okay. I, I do think it's a bit dour in how it sure. looks uh, to go with the, the tone yeah. of the, the characters, but... um. You know, it feels it feels professional enough. This this isn't like something like uh, speaking of Kevin Bacon, remember the darkness when we did that. Like, whereas that actually felt poorly made in a, a technical sense. Technically, this is fine. There's nothing technically wrong with this movie. Yeah, it's professionally produced and it's fine at that level. Everything about the script, though, everything about the characters is just painfully dull. And the sad part is. Is I think it's I can see what it's trying to do. I can see what it's going for. There's a, there's a whole like yeah. uh, back backstory in here where they hint at and yeah, like there's a hole in the ground too. <laughs> You're the worst. Type. <laughs> so, but the, I I often say horror movies are the best when they try to be about something, and this does try to be about something. Like there mm-hmm. there's like hints of like you know why why they moved here, uh, an abusive like ex boyfriend slash husband whoever it was. And what the felt what what the the kid being replaced represents, and I'll talk about this in spoilers more. But I can see what it's doing thematically, and you know it, that's what I say. It, it really is trying to be a good horror movie. It's trying to be something like that. And the problem is though, is that well, I think what it's trying to do in that sense is fine. Like what what it's trying to say about her and what she's been through is fine. Everything else still has to work as an entertaining movie. Everything else has to work as like a, a suspenseful movie and, and, and a horror movie specifically. It has to actually be tense or it has to be uh, engrossing as a horror film. And it's all fine and well having that core thematic thing that's going on with the character, but if everything else is filling around it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, just to uh, make a correction for myself before anyone else does, I, I just looked up the new daughter is Kevin Costner, not Kevin Bacon. So, you I, mixed up the I, I Baconator with the 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 tax man. <laughs> tax man? Yeah, because he, he he costs Costner. Oh, <laughs> Cost. okay. All right, that was a good one. I, I like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry. And that's a movie from two thousand nine. Wow, I. I thought that was a new movie. Like, Time well, was fine. Brand new, but yeah. Well, I mean, because uh, I remember watching it at my friend's house, but and I, I guess it would have been that long ago. But yeah. Well, Tim, you know, me, me and Cara have been reviewing Batman movies, and you know, Dark Knight's eleven years old. Mm. Just let that sink in. Really? Wow. <laughs> yes, Dark Knight's over a decade old now. Jeez, Louise. Whew. Hell, Batman Begins will be fifteen years old next year. Hmm. Time flies. <laughs> it does fly, indeed. <laughs> Unless you're watching the hole in the ground, in which case it's just kind of sneaking along oh, yeah. at a snail's pace. <laughs> and it's not a long movie, too. Like It's like... Uh, it's 90 what, minutes? Just, just yeah. about 90 minutes? Yeah, yeah. strict 90-minute <laughs> runtime, which I appreciate. I appreciate that it didn't overstay its yeah. welcome. Well, I mean, it did, but that's only because the welcome got overstayed <laughs> in the first like 15 minutes. Oh. But, you know, like... I don't, but at the same time, I don't want to be too harsh. This is this is this is far from the worst thing we've ever watched on this show. It's not even close <laughs> to the worst thing we've ever watched. It's it's middle of the road. It's so middle of the road. Like it's one of those movies where halfway through it, I'm like, I'm worried about this episode of Streams After Midnight because I don't know if yeah. we have enough interesting <laughs> things to talk about to to produce an entertaining conversation. Yeah, like there's not enough like crazy scenes or whatever to like dive in. There isn't really any. There's like what one death, I guess. Um, yeah, technically. <laughs> but but and it, it's like off screen, so you can't even really like you know talk about it. Yeah. But I mean, we could talk, we talk about the hole itself. It's a big CGI <laughs> it a big, hole. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a lot bigger than I expected. Like I assume like hole in the ground. Yeah, you know, what are we talking like the kind of the pit level kind of kind of hole oh but, uh... i wish i was watching the pit Tim. <laughs> i'm watching this movie and I'm, I'm thinking oh we should i should be watching the pit <laughs> now, that, that was a movie with an evil kid where i was rooting for well the evil kid to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but i was rooting for his demise yeah. Yeah. All, all, all the best ways possible this was not that this was not that at all <coughs> oh, dear, and it has those other elements of those types of movies, like the the, the husband of the, the the crazy woman. Like it was making me. Th- I mean, even though it, it doesn't go the same place as the ring does, it was making me think of like Brian Cox in the ring and just like that type of character. I and, can see that. You know, uh, I I watched. A, <laughs> I was watching it with uh, Melissa, and she goes like, when that guy pops up, she goes, he he's uh, he must have played Santa Claus before, right? <laughs> and like, and. I didn't look up his IMDb, but I was like, oh yeah, he's for sure played Santa Claus at some point in his career. Uh, He was in Braveheart, I can tell you that. I recognised him. Oh Uh, yeah. Uh, Was Santa in that? No, Santa was not in that. He's barely aged a day since then, to be honest. Um... (laughs) I think, is it weirder when like people like look really young, even when they're old, or like when people like reach a certain point of oldness and then just kind of stay there a certain point of oldness that's what a phrase um i feel like i feel like there's a lot of men who do that where they, they go gray early on so they get like oh, to yeah. like 40 <laughs> right and they they basically look the same age for like the next 30 years because they barely change after that 
Yeah, I think uh, I think people call that a silver fox. <laughs> oh, a silver fox! Yeah. Are you hoping to be a silver fox yourself, Timmy? I I hope so. You know, I you know what I've always wanted was the like. Uh, I feel like you ninety nine percent of the time you only see it in comic books, but like where the people get just like the lower half of their hair turns white or gray, mm. like the Reed Richards kind of thing. Like <laughs> I feel like that almost never happens in real life, but uh, I'd, I'd be cool. If I if that happened to me, I actually just looked up the actor because I wanted to see if he was Scottish or Irish because he was Scottish in Braveheart and he's Irish in this. And I was just curious which one was the real accent. <laughs> Turns out he's oh. Scottish. Oh okay. So, so no, Irish a lot accent. of range. Was that sarcastic? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But they're pretty. Di- I mean, I can't do an Irish accent, <laughs> so they're pretty different. <laughs> sure. Top of the morning to you, laddie. I can't do it. See, it's so terrible. It's close enough. <laughs> Dirty tree. Uh, kick Bishop Brennan up the arse. There you go. That's my, that's my best one. Kate um, Bishop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, so I, I think we'll give the spoiler warning so we can talk about the the, the plot and what happens and stuff. Cool. So full spoilers for the hole in the ground. So here's here's the thing. The movie, like, so, like, the, the, the kid at one point mentions the father, oh, dad would let me do this, and like, everything goes quiet and awkward, and it's like, oh, dear. And then later on at the doctor's, we find out she's got a scar on her forehead that she's been covering up with her with her bangs, and it's like, okay, right. And I get what this movie's doing. The, the movie, the, the whole idea of the movie is it's, it's a thematic thing. It's about the, the idea that her son is more her father's son, or the, her his father's son, than, mm-hmm. than her, her son, right? The idea that the the father will show himself in the son by the son growing up to be more like him. That's what the movie's yeah. about, uh, and also the idea of her running away from her life and hiding out in the countryside rather than you know because because at the end of the movie you know the the ending is that she goes back and continues a degree and she's living with the son. Mm-hmm. Although I'll argue she's not really over it as much as she thinks she is because she has covered mm-hmm. the 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 entire like apartment in mirrors because one of the ways you can tell that the, the sun's changed <laughs> is that the reflection's weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh... Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Like, I was like, "Wait, did I miss something?" Because I mean, it, it very well, I, yeah, I could have spaced out or something at a, at some point. But at, yeah, at the end, you know, she she's taking his picture, and there's all these mirrors and stuff. And I was like, "Wait, was there like something about reflections or something that there I was just one, totally uh, the, spaced over?" The old husband guy at one point said, "Oh, she used to always say that the reflections was the way to tell." Um, oh, okay. It, it was one line, and I think she used a mirror at one point in the movie, and that was it. <clears throat> There was like one reflection scene before that. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they're obviously going for like a, you know, changeling kind of thing, but like, I don't know if you're going to do that. Like, I feel like I I want more lore. Like you got to give me something like, you know, I don't know. It feels like it just like takes for granted that you're supposed to think that he, you know, went into this hole and this other changeling fairy folk kind of creature came back or something. But yeah. I, I don't know. It, if you're going to go that route, like just, you know, go full tilt, you know, and give me, you know, something Wait. where the, the crazy person is, uh, you know, talking, uh, you know, giving all this uh what do you call it? Exposition, talking about these legends or something like. Well, I don't want that. I hate that. that scene in these <laughs> movies as well. But like, I, I appreciate what he's doing with the idea of like the 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 father and the abuse and like it's mm-hmm. tackling her fear of him becoming her his father, right? I like mm-hmm. that. And the idea at the end, she sure. like goes and rescues him. And at one point, she even says she she sees one of these changelings turn into her. 
and then she bashes it and that's kind of her realizing that she she herself by running away from her life is maybe forcing him to grow up in a, in a way that he shouldn't so that's what you know makes her go back home i appreciate all these thematic touches but like i said earlier in the spoiler free section all the actual rest of the movie that's going on has to work like mm-hmm. like i have to actually <laughs> enjoy watching the rest of it for any of this to, to matter mm-hmm. and i don't uh so that's because because eventually she like goes into the hole herself and we see some of the creatures and the creatures look okay like they're, they're fine yeah yeah <laughs> not, not the worst yeah not the worst they're, 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 they're simple enough they don't overdo it like i think one of my my fears with these type of things is they is that they'll over design them and they'll be far too complicated True, yeah. and they're just really simple mm-hmm. kind of spooky creatures and that's fine and I almost wish the movie was more about like investigating the hole and mm-hmm. going in there and seeing these creatures. Maybe that would have been an interesting, exciting movie. <laughs> yeah, it's called The Descent, and it's great. <laughs> instead, instead of just doing all these tropes over and over again of the the same thing yeah. of oh my kid's acting weird, he looks different, he's mm-hmm. acting different. She she eventually tests them with this game they play where you know they count down three, two, one, and they make a weird mm-hmm. face at each other and see who can make yeah. make the other one laugh. Like they do they, these things. And all of it, I mean, the, the only the only time I perked up in the entire film is when she's, like, asking him questions at the breakfast table and he gets mad and, like, just, like, pushes the table at her as if he's got super strength. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I'm seeing Brightburn early. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is a prequel to Brightburn. But yeah. I was, I was a bit, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, that, yeah, like, that was, like, the first thing I, I thought of. And, like... That was, I don't know if it's necessarily something I want to see, but yeah, I did perk up because, okay, like usually in these movies, the kid just acts creepy and whatever, but like usually don't see him actually like, you know, becoming like weirdly super violent and stuff, which, um, <laughs> you know, not like something I was uh, happy to see or whatever, but I at least got a little interested because I'm like, okay, at least this is different uh, in something I, I haven't really seen, but again, just you know, like a lot of stuff, it, it kind of just, yeah. you know, and ends up going away. <laughs> let's not forget, of course, that she does have a couple of uh, hallucination dreams where she, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. something really crazy and violent happens, then she wakes up. That old horror trope mm-hmm. that we always complain about. And it happens like yep. three times in this movie. It, it yeah. happens like three or four times. <laughs> it, yeah, like there's when he's like digging into her scar or something yeah, like that. Yeah, scar on her forehead, yeah. and he sort of digs in. And then mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is interesting. Then she wakes up and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. No, now I'm just annoyed. I'm annoyed that you did this again. Yeah. Like, I, I think all the thematic stuff you're talking about, uh, it's definitely interesting, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that necessarily needs to be in a horror movie. Like, I, I guess it could, but, I mean, that actually sounds like a pretty good, like, drama. Like, you well, know, no, just I mean, it, it doesn't to deal need with to be, but so, some of the best horror films, Tim, are ones that do have subtext, but it's about something like that. It's about the character overcoming something. Remember The Ritual mm-hmm. last year? Like, that, that whole movie was about him overcoming his guilt and his fear. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's what it was about. So it can work, but the actual the actual horror stuff scene to scene has to be entertaining yeah, or to... exciting or, or whatever. Like, pick your words. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like when you're, you know, if you're going for something that's going to be, you know, heavy with, like, some text and stuff, then, yeah, you definitely want to make sure all the other components work, and then it just, it really doesn't work when you just have something that's so just bland and generic, and, yeah, like, you know, Ritual is a great example, because, you know, it was just, you know, they also did such a good job of building up the characters and the atmosphere, and you know the stuff that kind of goes on uh you know in the end all of that was so good uh when here it, it's like 
uh, I, I don't know if if you're not going to bother to have like a unique horror angle to it, uh, then what's the point of doing you know something that's going to you know be interesting and exploring themes like this? And we also have the desaturated look that some some of these horror movies like to employ. Yeah. And it just it feels it feels like a two thousand seven movie, you know? It feels like a two thousand seven yeah. made movie. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So it feels it feels dated, <laughs> it feels generic, yeah. it feels tropey. How many other words can I do for I've seen all this stuff a hundred times before and you know, not repeat yeah. myself. I don't know. I guess, I guess the idea of killing people and burying their heads in the ground is kinda cool, but yeah, because he, he apparently know. does that to the old crazy woman, but we never see it. We yeah. just we we only know it was him because he tries to do it to his mother later, uh, yeah. and then but she you know she wakes up and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this yeah. could almost be interesting, but it just it, it never gets there. I do, do you know the sad so, part is is I feel like even just conceptually, like if someone came in and pitched this movie to me, I'd say no, I don't I don't care, I don't want this concept and. So it has like an upward uphill fight from the start because it has to win me over. And some movies do, like The Babadook. You know, we've not, we haven't actually done that yet, but you know, that's a movie that kind of wins me over by the end. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be an interesting conversation that that, that episode did. Um, you know, or, or something else. What's another movie with a with a kid that ended up being good? I can't remember. Uh, there's a youngish kid in the first Leprechaun movie. I said good. <laughs> how dare you all right well let me uh, all right i'll pitch you a movie right now all right so there's a uh there's a horror podcast right and with uh one really good host and the other host eh, is he's okay i mean i guess people seem to like him for some reason but then uh one day when they log on to record an episode they start noticing uh yeah the, the other host he's not quite acting his uh his usual self it seems uh it seems maybe maybe there's something different about him i don't know do i end up killing you because i could get on board with that time all right interesting that you made yourself the main character in that one but, okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the main character, Timmy. Always. <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, movie's bland and boring. <laughs> what, you, what you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> you've seen you've seen everything in this movie a hundred times before. That is the best way I can mm. see it, and it doesn't do anything yeah. to make it you know have a spark or interest in over any of the other examples. Uh, it's not the worst thing ever. It was competently made at least, and it's it's sure. you know technically proficient, but. Uh, if that's the nicest thing I can say about it, then <laughs> we're in a boring, boring territory. So, yeah. So, so at the end, are we supposed to believe that he's still this thing or whatever? Oh, thanks so. No, I think she's she's rescued the real son at the end from the hole. Okay. But then, like when she takes his picture, though, the picture's kind of blurry. The face. Just because he was bit. moving, he was he was on his bike. It's a natural blur. Uh, oh. Don't explain pictures to me. All right, I've been <laughs> taking pictures since before you were born. All right, <laughs> from when you were like three and under. What are you talking about? <laughs> As a very gifted uh, child, uh, yeah, he rides a bike in the end. Hoorah! <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Because honestly, that final shot kind of 
um almost dampened the the dramatic point of the ending though because it was like no she yeah. she realized what she was doing by like keeping him trapped out here and she you know she's supposed to get over her fear of him becoming his father her having her like a whole apartment decked in mirrors kind of like undermines it by saying no she's still terrified of it happening yeah <laughs> like, i don't know like i mean i guess it said oh the fear oh. never really goes away you just learn to overcome it and i, mean, I guess that's the point but i don't know i feel like it undermined what it was, what it was trying to say before that point though yeah well now now she's like you know laurie strode in the last halloween <laughs> you know she's just waiting for whatever changeling creature is, is gonna come get her okay okay uh, <laughs> that, that is that is fine um what are you rating the movie tim i think we're done <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus i mean these are these are always like the hard ones to rate because yep. you know I, I definitely didn't like it but it's definitely not the worst thing in the world uh I, I don't want to watch it again, but it didn't. It made me. I wouldn't say it necessarily made me angry. It, it just made me bored, you know. Um, but I, I don't think there's enough there to like even give it something like a you know like a five or something like which. Uh, I, don't know, I, I think I'm gonna go with like a three point five, which it, you know seems like really low, but yeah, I mean I can't really think of you know much else that actually i really liked about it i think i will i'll give it a four and my, my reasons for four is that it's you know it's, it's technically proficient and it's very yeah. middle of the road which would you'll make you think oh is it a five out of ten then but i think i'm annoyed that you know i'm still seeing movies use these tropes i'm annoyed that they're using the wake up after the the, the fake scare i'm annoyed that it's this 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 you know bland looking movie like all of these things are basically just because movies keep doing this so they're get, making me angrier the more they do them yeah so it's getting a point taken off and it's a four out of ten <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so. can't can't argue with that there you go, four out of ten uh, from moi. But that that is uh, that is the hole in the ground. So you know, not not not. You know, hopefully, I mean, Pet Cemetery is apparently getting good buzz. We'll see, we'll see if it actually pans out. Yeah, we're. I'm I'm actually. You know, I was a little down on the trailers. Uh, you know, I love the again. I love the book. I love the original movie, but the trailers weren't really doing it for me. But you know, I'm hearing all of this early uh, buzz from South by Southwest, and I'm, you know, it's definitely getting me excited. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you usually only hear the positive stuff, you know, when, when these things premiere. So, you yeah. know, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, I am definitely more excited now than I, than I was before. Yes, no, notably, Batman v Superman got very positive buzz early on as well, and oh, we Lord. all know how that <laughs> turned out. So, yikes! Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, uh, that, that is uh, the hole in the ground. Uh, so, of course, let us know what you think of it. But it's worth mentioning, of course, uh, we have a new thing starting in the month of March here. Uh, if this is still March when this goes up. I don't know if it is. It probably will be. Uh, but this is, uh, we have a new exclusive Patreon episode once per month. And me and Tim are about to record that, actually. So that, <laughs> made, that was probably already, already went up for patrons. But you can get access to that for $1 on patreon.com slash TV. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know, maybe you don't want to uh, reveal the title, but let's just say that completely polar opposite of this movie. Like, you took in terms of, uh, you know, uh, tone and <laughs> filmmaking ability. and But at, at least the other movie, though, like, uh, at least it, like, leans full into what it's doing. <laughs> it kept my attention. 
I'll, you know, I'll say that much. So, yeah. Uh, so check out Patreon for, for if you want to support the show and everything we do here and uh, keep the reviews coming. Uh, you get a bonus episode at $1. At the $5 tier, you get to vote on an episode every month. Uh, so go have a look and see if you're interested in any of that. Uh, guys on Twitter, at Screams Midnight. If you want to follow us on there and get some updates and occasional random ramblings from Tim <laughs> and other such things, uh, Tim likes to sometimes tweet something in the Screams account, respond to it in his own account, and then respond back to himself in the Screams account. You can't, you can't prove that to me. <laughs> and what's really funny about it is that I saw someone like all of the tweets recently because you, you did like a sort of back and forth about, I think, the new Leprechaun movie. And someone liked them all and responded to it by saying, oh, hey, I love Leprechaun, I'm going to record it. As if, as if they believed it was a real conversation between you and Streams, even though it was you and you the whole time. Well, that's it's still a real conversation. I I am Screams, and I am, you know, just because you're having a conversation with yourself doesn't mean it's not real. Not that I'm saying uh, that it was me. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of which, man, as soon as we're done recording, sci-fi, all-day Leprechaun Marathon, uh, including at 9 o'clock, the premiere of Leprechaun Returns, which I might just have to watch it on sci-fi because... Still no word on the Blu-ray release yet, unfortunately. <laughs> shite. That's a bit shite. Uh, oh. And if you're looking forward to our Leprechaun 2 review, because we did Leprechaun 1 a while ago, don't worry, it is coming. All the sequels, all the franchises we started, which, mm-hmm. at, at current care, just, just to sort of sum up where we are, right, on franchises, just before we wrap up here. Sure. The State of the Union. Yeah, State of the Union. We we have uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies left. We've got about four of those left. We have about three mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Streets left. We have one Howling movie left. We had we started since October. We have started several other franchises, which we've only done one movie <laughs> in each. So all these twos are coming soon, and those are Scream Two, Wreck Two, Leprechaun Two, Hellraiser Two, Critters Two. Mm-hmm. That's eight franchises. <laughs> We've started, oh, and we're working yeah. through. I know. Uh, Howling's almost done. There's one left. One left in the Howling franchise, though. Now that can be scratched from the whole the whole schedule, and it'll free up things for other things. Yes, I speak. I speak English well. Good. See, Sen- sentences full sometimes. Uh, but that is yeah that that is uh that has been this episode of screams after midnight uh so thank you very much for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we'll see you next time